Welcome to this Vet Team AMR podcast from RCVS Knowledge, leading responsible antimicrobial use in farm, companion, and equine teams. Hi, I'm Lucy Coyne, and I'm the project manager of Vet Team AMR at RCVS Knowledge. And I'm pleased to welcome today Rose Willis, who's going to share some of her exciting activities around engaging her veterinary team and farmers in the Medicine Hub. Morning, Rose. It's lovely to have you with us this morning. Can I start by just asking you to give us a little bit of an introduction about yourself and sort of a little bit around what made you so interested and proactive around the Medicine Hub? Um, I've been clinical vet for 16 years now. So I graduated from London back in 2006 and went into, after a brief stint, um, small animal locoming, I moved into farm animal work. Antibiotics and their use has always been quite high up my priority list. So when, when I was a new graduate, I remember at one of the small animal part, um, a small animal partner commented that I still made him money, even though I didn't pre- prescribe antibiotics to every, every dog and cat, as it was back then. Then obviously we started doing the medicines um, yearly reviews. And then once I saw the medicine sub coming out, I thought that was a fantastic idea um, because it really annoys me um, being married to a farmer that they don't get enough credit for some of the work they do. Um, so the medicines hub seemed a way that once we had more centrally recorded data that we'd be able to track and show the progress that they've made to the general public a lot better apart from the goals of obviously responsibly using antibiotics and reducing use Um, yeah so you you actually kind of found that you thought that the medicine hub was a really sort of fantastic opportunity for farmers to actually sort of show their success and what they were doing and kind of um yeah do you want to tell us a bit more about kind of that and the medicine reviews perhaps that you you said you sort of mentioned can you explain a bit about what you were already doing before the medicine hub um yeah so we were using the um it's a nottingham calculator isn't it to um produce our yearly reports which a lot of our a lot of our farmers, well, the dairy farmers, um, have been really responsive to reducing their antibiotic use and cutting out the high priority, critically important antibiotics, which is fantastic. So when I left practice, you know, we didn't even keep it on the shelf anymore. Although I did a lot of the reviews, I didn't have an easy way of comparing farms or seeing what the not so easy to track their progress as the medicines hub allows. Um, So the medicines hub will allow those farmers that have already done very good work to build on that, um, particularly with the classification of class C and D antibiotics that you can see so clearly in the medicine hub reports. Um, And when I've got a lot of the data into the medicines hub this year, um, you know, some of our, most of our farms are very low end and it's highlighted those farms where um, due to certain practices, you know, their antibiotic use is still vastly higher than we would like. Um, but now we can do something to, to tackle that. Brilliant. Thank you. That's just really interesting. It kind of shows how you were already doing as much as possible with what was available and the medicine hubs kind of just given you an, another opportunity. 
And sort of, I know you said the dairy farmers were generally a bit more engaged. How have you kind of got engagement from other farmers as well and got them interested in the medicine hub? Um, so to get farmers to engage, I did use a loophole um, in that I signed a lot of the farmers up myself um, with their permission. Um, so they all gave verbal permission. Um, obviously the Tesco's dairy farmers didn't really have a choice, but they have all like the new system. Um, and then whenever I did um, an antibiotic review as part of herd health planning, then I would ask them, can I sign you up to the medicines hub at the same time? Um, and any medicines meetings I've done um, for Red Tractor, then I have explained to them why I think the medicines hub is useful, playing on the fact that it allows centrally recorded data, um, which then allows them to show, you know, how much progress they make and how little antibiotics so many herd, um, herds and flocks use um, and kind of promote that. So I've played on the really good points. Um, and most of them, no one said no, and they've all been keen to sign up. Um, and especially when you then show them the reports, they most of them are engaged and interested in them. Fantastic. And how about you sort of said that you kind of Took, took the lead on this a bit. How did that work with sort of colleagues in your practice team? And was there anybody that needed a bit more convincing than others? No, so the clinical director was on board, um, quite happy for me to take the lead on, on the project as it were. So by the time between December and May, um, I'd got 39 farms signed up, um, split across beef, dairy and sheep. Um, all, all the dairy ones that I put on, I had then done antibiotic reviews for 2021. Um, so we've already got that year's bank of data on there. Um, we also are doing a bureau service whereby drugs are popped on at the point of sale or within a week of sale we're aiming for, um, so that it's a lot easier to do reviews at the end of the year end of the year and I think that appealed to farmers. So is that planned. and is that at the sorry is that at the practice level you're actually sort of putting the sold drugs on? Yes so we're putting them into their total medicine usage and then farmers have the option they can use the database as a full medicines book but most of them have just gone through it tracking tracking total medicine usage. The team were I think they're all on board and since I left I know they've continued they've got a few more farms signed up there's a sheep flock health club now as well and they've all been encouraged to sign up um, so that we've got a better better database and then we'll be able to do benchmarking and I think farmers all quite like like that as well so when you've kind of been, you said you've sort of got verbal consent from farmers to, you know, yeah. sign them up or encourage them to sign up. Is that something that you've just approached at sort of every visit, every phone call and that kind of thing? Or have you targeted where you've sort of discussed that? Almost, I would say every, every phone <laughs> call or visit. Um, I always talk a lot to farmers. Um, I, <laughs> I know how they work. 
being married to one and um <laughs> yes my my approach is always explain everything um try and educate them but don't necessarily give them the option to um say no so um yeah so if any any um visit or meeting where we're discussing herd health or antibiotics you know i would explain about the medicines hub and ask you know can i sign you up to it fantastic so it's just a case of being the broken record and sort of repeatedly um saying how fantastic yeah. you think it is and what sort of feedback have you got from farmers that potentially weren't as engaged before but are now sort of submitting data to the medicine hub um i've been surprised how many so sheep farms a lot of our sheep farms aren't necessarily red tractor but all of them have been keen to sign up um even though they haven't had to and we've got beef farmers on there that also aren't red tractors so we are getting engagement from farmers where it's not not compulsory yet to um you know submit an antibiotic review um and i think often they realize how little or how targeted their use is and yeah it's make, making sure they know how how they fit into the bigger picture and how important that is so i the last meetings i've done i changed how the medicines meetings worked a bit and added a section on at the end that was more practical and then yeah if we've done health meetings is um you know targeting them a bit, bit better about you know responsible use and um how they can reduce that without not treating the things that need treating oh brilliant so it all comes down to communication then yes so the i did a meeting on lamb lamb health and so that i based that round the plan prevent protect route you know i went through each disease and we went through you know all the different strands for that and then for the medicines meetings at the end i split them into what the key areas for antibiotic use are for that sector and their you know how they can you know does that actually need antibiotics and how you know they can reduce normally at the detriment of our farm so a particular one i've used for medicines is that if you walk onto our farms it is a mess uh, it, it's not the cleanest of farms it doesn't you know it's not a picture postcard farm yet you know my husband's running 280 dairy cows and you know over 200 followers on very very low antibiotic use um and that's a reflection of you know the good management and staying on top of his nutrition and the whole picture which yeah most farmers have found that amusing but i think got the point that i was trying to make that you know everything plays into health and it's it's the whole approach that they need do you think at. using sort of anecdotes and things from you know your experience of your farm or as a vet it might be other sort of farms that they've visited and worked with do you think that's really helpful in those sort of conversations with farmers um it certainly works for me um i've done a lot of work uh with tb and um tea bass visits as well and um yeah bringing in the personal experience really helps in those situations as well um and quite often now i use the anecdote that when i graduated all the new antibiotics were coming out all singing all dancing and now 
you know, they're all going out again and we're back to using what would have been around when I graduated. So I've done, done the whole the full circle. <laughs> yeah. So a few years ago, I used the example of a, a colleague who'd retired and now I am the example. So I think farmers find that interesting and helpful as well to know that vets have had to change and, you know, rejig how we work um, to get the same results that we've been used to getting from the different antibiotics. Brilliant. Um, in, in terms of kind of these sort of conversations around responsible use in the medicine hub, what are the sort of biggest challenges that you've overcome in conversations with both kind of veterinary practice colleagues as well as um, farmers? Um, I think the challenges with colleagues are that looking at, um, you know, treatment protocols, so joint ill, um, you know, what the Sheep Veterinary Association advise is not what a lot of colleagues would use. Um, and it's trying to change that and, you know, making sure we know why we're changing it um, and trying to make it a clear, a clear approach so that if a farmer is requesting antibiotics for something that whichever vet they speak to or see, we are prescribing the same first line treatments um, so that they don't gossip at market um, amongst themselves um, and trying to standardise what we would use, you know, as those first line. Is that kind of across your practice, presumably? Yes. So I did, we did protocols last year for joint ill and then Obviously, the other one was um, watery mouth um, to the degree that we, we put together a protocol and information sheets for farmers. Um, and then all of a sudden we got some of <laughs> the drug that doesn't exist anymore um, to the degree that by that point we'd put in all the footwork with the farmers and we actually sent our allocation back because oh, we didn't fantastic. want to do a U-turn and then dispense to some farmers and send out mixed messages um, and actually it all went fine you know we didn't have complaints during lambing season that they hadn't been able to access that um, and it was good to get them thinking about what else should they be doing so I think it's it's uniting as a team and trying to send out the same same message across the board to all farmers because they do talk a lot <laughs> so Brilliant. Um, we kind of obviously thinking around sort of a lot of the things you've done, you've, you, it sounds like you've very much taken a sort of lead and, and taken your colleagues with you on the journey. Um, and just thinking around, should you have had the smart goal tool available? I just wondered if you've got any sort of ideas of kind of smart goals. So sort of specific, measurable, attainable, um, realistic and time-bound goals and I just wondered whether you've got any thoughts around any smart goals that might help to support other practices that want to sort of follow some of your advice and look at how they can engage with the medicine hub and encourage farmers to engage. So I suppose one goal would be every time that you do a medicines review because a lot of farms are on yearly reviews now is to sign them up to the medicines hub and then that makes your workload slightly less at one point, I did have the goal of getting everyone signed up and it was going to be an opt out, not an opt in, but that was going to be far too much paperwork. So in the end, I went for, you know, whenever we did a review, get them signed up. Um, 
so that's fab, that's fab so that's how you've kind of thought about actually how that's realistic you've got one yeah. aspiration but it's 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 just not going to be feasible so how can you make it realistic you you, you can do that by every conversation you have with farms and their um, medicine review you know mentioning the medicine hub and encouraging sign up yeah um another goal would be to then take your category c's and see what other protocols you can come up with uh for example the endometritis in cows um obviously what we would often use is a category c so it's looking at you know coming up with a protocol that you're all on board with as a team as to how you can reduce you know we looked at you know trying to reduce those infections so that if we did have to treat we're, we're treating less and we would use reduce the amount of antibiotic we use that way rather than just going in with a blanket change because there aren't that many options for treating washouts so um yeah so that would be another goal is changing you know choosing your protocols and thinking um you know how they can change and how you can explain to farmers clearly you know why you've made that change and why you're advising what you are now with the dairy farms um obviously the one the big advantage of light of the hub is that i can see all of them at once on one dashboard um and there's a lot of metrics you can pull out of it and that's been most useful because i've uploaded last year's data as well which takes time <laughs> it's a lot quicker once you get used to it but um that's another good goal to add is to slowly you know when you do one review to back backdate the data so that you know you can easily compare because it goes calendar year as well yes so medicine hub as well you can track anti-inflammatory and vaccine use as well so i've uploaded that to all farmers as well obviously it may be a bit incomplete for vaccines because as a practice we can't put on or we couldn't put on what um they bought from um yeah you know animal suppliers um but for anti-inflammatory i thought that's also been a, an important part of my message that you know a your antibiotic usage is low but you've also used you know enough anti-inflammatories as well you're using those appropriately because that's another bugbear of mine um so yes it's looking at the whole picture not just at the antibiotics brilliant i think i think some really really interesting stuff uh, lots to make us kind of think about it it's all around the sort of big picture and not just yeah. thinking about the medicine hub in isolation but actually how it fits in the kind of whole herd health and um, farm environment. And can I just just ask one question around um, you were talk, sort of talking about the logistics of it. Um, do you have sort of members of the veterinary practice team that have been particularly sort of supportive in sort of administrative or engaging farmers um, just to see if there's any tips for others from that? So we have one member of the office team um, that is now responsible for uploading that data. Um, so I did it all to start with, and then when I left, I passed it over um, so that she's in charge of the database. Um, and then slowly, the rest of the vets came on board as well. Um, it just takes time to get used to something new. 
Um, but once you've seen how it works, it's worth the time input to get the output that you get, in my opinion. And going forward, I think it's going to be great to have the central database to be able to push the media messages that actually um, we have a value and look how um, great we're doing compared to some you know, other countries and how much farmers have been responsible and um, you know, done what they can to um, you know, change, change the resistance issues and you know, step up to the mark. Brilliant, Rose. I think that, that's a really nice place to finish on. Um, thinking <laughs> about actually the question, but anyway. <laughs> no, but I think that's a really nice sort of message around, you know, the Medicine Hub offers fathers an opportunity to actually see all the progress they have made and yeah. to actually, you know, use it as a way to work with their vet to try and even make more improvements, um, you know, apply the, the Farm Vet Champions Plan, Prevent, Protect. Um, and I think you've you've given us three examples of fantastic smart goals as well that can help support others um, if they you know want to want to really engage and get their whole practice team and their you know farming clients to engage with medicine hub thank you well, thank you very much thanks thanks for your time rose thank you that's okay thank you for listening to this vet team amr podcast from rcvs knowledge visit rcvsknowledge.org forward slash amr for free CPD, benchmarking and audit tools to improve your antimicrobial use.